Welcome to Real Talk. I'm Kathy Dawson from Homefield Group at Royal LePage. Today I have with me my teammate, Rick Lobb, and we have a guest with us today, an interior designer, Sarah Langtree. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, thanks for having me today. Hey, Sarah. Hello. So where are you from, Sarah, and what attracted you to Godrich? Um, I grew up in London area, actually, and we moved to the States uh, for my husband's job for about nine years, and then we actually came back to Godridge um, nine years later. So uh, that's kind of what brought us to the Godridge area, but we always knew that we wanted to be back in southern Ontario. So, But uh, Godridge is a beautiful town, and we love the small town feeling and a little bit of a slower down living next to the lake because it's just, uh, you can't beat it. The, uh, so you're an interior designer. Yes. And uh, I am curious, well, having built a house, before building a house, I'd never, uh, I never knew what an interior designer sort of brought to the table. And I kind of thought them synonymous with interior decorators. But if you could just touch on the difference between like why somebody would hire an interior designer and, and sort of what the designer brings to the table versus using uh, an interior decorator and, and sort of the difference between the two. Sure. Yeah. An interior designer actually has a little bit more training than a decorator does. It's almost the study of function and how it relates to space. So we learn a lot more um, architectural um, details as well. So we are able to, as an interior designer, we're actually able to make uh, floor plans and you know kitchen drawings. And we actually have studied how space and human function relates to um, your design. So, you know, for instance, we know exactly, you know, how wide a hallway should be or how much space that you need between your island and your cooktop to, you know, be functional. And do you, when you're looking at design, so if somebody is hiring you to consult on the layout of a kitchen or the layout of a, let's say, an entire house, because you said you can, like you could do the drawings for an entire house? I can. They still need an architect approval, but we have the ability and the training to be able to do that. And so uh, when you're meeting with somebody then who's going to, let's say, they've got a, a base layout of a house and then they want your input on it, you're going to sort of factor in like taste, like design taste or actual layout uh, function need? Uh, both, actually. So, okay. Yeah, so both. So we, we look at, you know, tastes. We look at, um, you know, what they prefer to have in a kitchen, for instance, if they like, you know, white cabinetry, wood cabinetry, what type of countertops. Um, we also are a little bit more knowledgeable as to the materials that you use and why you should use them. Um, but we also, you know, have a formula that we work with when designing a kitchen to know how it would best function for you and the way that you would use your kitchen. And like... Um as far as trends, stuff that is, is sort of coming down the pipe, I mean, and again, you know, looking at uh, houses over the years, you sort of recognize certain elements. For example, I always think of the, you know, the, that orangey oak kitchen is, is reminiscent of the, the mid-90s and the early 2000s. The, those kinds of trends, like, is it sort of, interior designers that end up sort of setting those trends or, or bringing in new concepts and ideas? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it kind of, when you think of like the fashion industry, for instance, you know, you start to see things that come out, you know, in the big shows in Milan and New York. And at first you look at them and think like, wow, that's 
that's pretty wild. But then you start seeing it trickle down eventually over the next couple of years into, you know, the mainstream stores and people's homes. So it's kind of the way that it's set, you know, interior design. Usually you start seeing some trends in shows or magazines that haven't quite hit the mainstream yet. And then it sort of trickles down over the next couple of years. So you're likely seeing some new trends for 2021 at this point. Yeah. Uh, do you have any favorite products or favorite trends, colors, uh, products that you're seeing? Yeah, there's, you know, actually oak is having a bit of a comeback. Um, it's white oak, though. You don't, it's not the orangey red oak that's, you know, reminiscent of the 90s. It's a little bit more of a cleaner, brighter, lighter uh, wood tone. And then whites are starting, neutrals are still really big, but they're starting to get a little bit more earthy feeling. So um, you'll start to see white cabinetry actually be replaced with more of like a mushroom or putty type tone. So a little bit, a little bit warmer, not as much gray, a little bit more of the brown warm tones coming back. Well, what about paint colors? Paint colors the same, like it's still pretty neutral. So, uh, you know, still a lot of whites, but the whites are turning away from more of the grays to more of those warmer, earthy tones. So a lot of texture, um, greens are really coming back too. Interesting. Yeah. So with regard to your um, business, are you into residential design or do you do commercial or any industrial design as well? Um, not really. I do mostly residential. It's okay. 99% residential. And mm -hmm. how have you found, you know, because you're relatively new to Godridge, mm -hmm. the, uh, and of course, while, you know, there hasn't been a whole ton of opportunity for new construction mm -hmm. in, uh, in this whole area because the, there just hasn't been that many uh, subdivisions happening. Mm -hmm. do, you, uh, do you deal a lot in renovations currently or uh, where's the bulk of your sort of business coming through? Yeah, mostly renovations. So I do a lot of uh, kitchen and bath renovations, um, some additions, but mostly I'd say about 75% right now is, is renovations and kitchens. Okay. And do you have any other trades that you're connected with um, that might specialize in certain areas and what unique services might they offer? Yeah, I do work with quite a few trades. I have a couple of cabinet makers that I work with that are local, and I like to treat, try and keep everything as local as possible, um, you know, just to promote local business. So I work with some local custom cabinet makers, and then I also have a few contractors that I work with as well. And then your, um, I have seen the inside of your house. Yes. So I do know that you're extremely talented at what you do. I'm assuming you, uh, you did the layout and everything for, uh, uh, for your own house. Yes, I did. The, uh, what's sort of your, like, what's your, well, I guess you said kitchens and bathrooms are sort of your specialty. Mm -hmm. The, um, uh, but if somebody is, if somebody is building a, a brand new house that's going to be a custom house, uh, will you go through the whole, like do the drawings and, and you know, is that something that you are, um, that you're sort of interested in or do you prefer taking sections of a house and then uh, retrofitting a new design in an older space? Um, I can do either really. So for instance, for my house, I designed it based on a blueprint. So for instance, you know, I went through and looked a few different layouts and blueprints and I saw something that I like and then I changed it 
and modified it to fit how our family lives. So, and that's really important too, because you know, someone who's retired will live different and have different needs and different um, functions that they need to satisfy compared to say a young family with lots of kids. You know, you might need a better functioning mudroom or laundry room for all those, you know, winter boots, or you may need a special, you know, play space or area and storage for kids. Um, you know, that someone who's retired necessarily wouldn't need. So, um, so yeah, usually a lot of the times I'll take a plan and then just modify it and retrofit it to, to better suit the person who's building the house. I know in my own experience, we, uh, uh, my wife and I learned the value of having a design consultant when you're building. And I know uh, when we did our plans, we had, between my wife and I, we had a pretty good sort of idea of how the property or the, the house should be laid out. Mm -hmm. But um, we consulted with a, a lady who was in design at the time, and she made some suggestions to us as we were nearing the completion of the plans that had we not taken her suggestions, we would have had massive regrets in our uh, final build. And uh, so I definitely learned the value of working with a design consultant when you're laying out a house or when you're looking at, you know, room sizes and where the placement of things should be. Yeah. So, uh, whereas yeah. before that build, if somebody asked me, you know, like the value of working with an interior designer, I would have had no idea how important it was to consult somebody. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest regrets um, that I have from clients or, you know, people who come to me after the fact. So say after they've built a house, um, they always say, I wish, you know, I wish I made this room bigger or I did this different or, you know, I did this and this different. Um, you know, and then to go back and fix that down the road, you're talking about, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to move walls or, you know, change flooring. So, so the value that I would bring to the table is just that, you know, I make sure that you're choosing the right materials that work for your family, that the space is going to function for you properly. And, you know, we also think about things that, you know, not everybody necessarily thinks that they would need, you know, in a new home. So. Sarah, one more question for you yeah. with the pandemic. A lot of people have been changing their business up a little bit to mm -hmm. do as much online as they can. You recently did a consultation for me, mm -hmm. and although you do have to come into the home to take measurements and things, I was quite impressed with your online consultation and your walkthrough when you sent me the video link. Can you just explain that a little bit and, and sure. tell people about that? Sure. Yeah, I try to do, um, you know, obviously in person is best. So sometimes when it's one on one, it's very easy, you know, right now to maintain that physical distance um, necessary. But I also do virtual consultations. So if someone is more comfortable with, you know, me doing something online, you know, we can do that via FaceTime or Zoom. Um, but then after the fact, I actually have a great software that I use that creates a 3D uh, visual. So for instance, for kitchen drawings, um, you don't just have the 2D drawings, it actually pops it up in 3D. And then I record on my screen sort of a little walkthrough so you can get an idea of what your space would look like when it's done, um, you know, right through the computer, right in a 3D, 3D software. So that's been really helpful because I find that people like to visualize what it's going to look like when it's done um, because it's really difficult to do that sometimes from just a, you know, 2D paper drawing. 
That was quite impressive. And it felt like you were right there when I could hear your voice explaining certain things. Yeah. I was impressed by that. Yeah. Um, yeah thank helpful. you for joining us today. Is there anything else that you would like to add that we maybe didn't touch on? Uh, no, I don't think so. You know, I think if uh, anybody wants to reach out to me, they can always check out my website. It is uh, interiorsbysarahlangtree.com. And there's tons of information, um, photos, you know, portfolios on there and lots of information about the different services that I offer. Well, I, you know, on a, on a final parting note, I can say that if you're considering building a house or uh, designing a, a, a floor plan in the future, consulting Sarah or somebody who can give you some, uh, a third party opinion on your, uh, on your plan and on your uh, uh, sort of what you're trying to achieve in your build, it's absolutely crucial to do that because once you build your house, you can't undo it. Yes. And so, yeah, the, uh, the value of an interior designer such as yourself is really uh, brought to the forefront when you actually are walking through your finished product and realizing like, oh my God, imagine if we, you know, if we didn't consult that person and, and you know, I, I would have never have known the value of an interior designer until I built a house. And uh, we were lucky to have had somebody to consult with at that time. And now, because I know that there's not that many interior designers in this area, and the fact that you're here is uh, of huge value to anybody who's looking to build a house around here. Yeah. So I yeah. encourage you to get in touch with Sarah if you're, uh, if you're doing a, a build anytime in the future. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for joining. Good. Thanks for having me again today.